What is going on, fam and friends? You are awesome, very awesome all the time. Really quick, I got a few things to get off of my chest and then a sneak peek into uh, next week's <laughs> Monday episode, which is going to be wow, incredible. And then, uh, are Democrats and progressives learning anything from Tuesday night? We'll see. Let's find out on a very, very short but very passionate episode uh, in, I guess, impromptu uh, Cajun Libertarian Live coming up right now. Yes, yes, yes. We are back really quick with a very short episode. Glad to have each and every one of you here. I just had to uh, hammer a few things. Number one, because I didn't go live last night because uh, of there were several issues. But um, I, you know, uh, like I alluded to at, on Monday night, this month is a rough month for me. So I am trying to uh, to make sure that I can. Pull everything together in the best fashion that I can as soon as I can. So I apologize for interrupting your Thursday evening with this very random live episode. We will not be here long, but there are a few things that I want to tackle really quick before we get into next week's episode. And don't forget to go and follow me on Google Podcasts. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Anchor.fm, leave call-in messages. Those are freaking phenomenal. I love them so much. I cannot even express to you how much I love your Anchor call-in moments. They are fantastic. I can't express to you how much I love your engagement, period, on all fronts, in the comments section, in the likes. In nine months, I probably shouldn't go... I have a hundredth uh, uh, episode coming up really quick, which is wild, right? This thing has only been popping for nine months. So yeah, I, I guess I'll save that. <laughs> Sorry. I am uh, I'm a little fired up right now. There's a few reasons why, but um, I, I cannot appreciate you enough for, for being just an amazing base of, of intellectualism and, and just passionate activism and people that care about their communities. I cannot thank you enough. And uh, again, like I always say, I hate to beat the dead horse, but it, I'm gonna. I can't thank you enough for putting me in this position. This feels like an elected position, and I don't take it lightly. And so we'll get into a few things, especially regarding the news that came down today from uh, OSHA. We're going to really deep dive that over the next few days. I can't do that tonight because I am actually going to dive off into the 490 pages of OSHA regulation that has uh, has surfaced today about the, the, the mandates in regards to businesses, which if you don't know, I'll give you a, uh, a pretext real quick. 
don't apply to 100 employees or more. Maybe a minute, but they will quickly devolve or evolve, however it is that you look in, you look at that, whatever your perspective is on it. It's going to wind up very quickly from my understanding to be every company that will be mandated. So that's a, a quick sneak preview into Monday night, uh, which I, we're try, I'm trying to do something very special for Monday night. We'll see if it works out. I want to have a special co-host for that because this is one of the most frightening things I've ever, ever seen. I'd say it, it is the most frightening thing since the Patriot Act that um, Americans need to be concerned about with what has come down from the uh, Biden administration, the federal government, really, and that is trying to have OSHA imply. So we're going to dive off into that big time over the next few days, Monday specifically. But something that I really, 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 really wanted to get off of my chest tonight is a Twitter thread that I was involved in yesterday. And then, uh, you know, we'll move through this pretty quickly. And um, hmm. I should turn that around so that I don't get distracted. Because there's a lot of uh, comments coming in. A lot of notifications coming in. We'll, ble- we'll, we'll breeze through this, I guess, fairly quickly. But it is something that I am extraordinarily passionate about. And we're going to talk about it. But before we do that, I like this comment right here. Do not go the way of Australia. We are struggling at the moment due to no one here thinking it would happen. Man, the chin wag jumpy, the chin wag junkie. I'm not sure how to say that. But I appreciate you so much for coming into this thread. I am floored all the time, every time that I have people around the world that watch this show and follow this brand. And I take nothing lightly, my friend, of what is happening in Australia. That is actually something that I'm going to talk about. On Monday night, regardless of whatever the construct and format is on Monday night, that is just a huge deal for me because what's happening in Australia is massive. It is unbelievable government tyranny on a level that regardless of whatever you think is ideologically aligning... Words just really serve no justice in that situation because I will tell you right now, my friend, and you know this from Australia, you know this from New Zealand, you know this from all over the country, all over the world that watch this show. If it were not the fact that we have guns, We would be in the same position. We would be in the same position. 
So the Second Amendment really plays into exactly what it is that um, we are holding off barely, barely. And it's all because of the Second Amendment and because of a rebellious spirit that America was birthed in, rooted in, and continues to thrive in. That will make the difference between Australia and America. Right back. It gets worse the more you know. And we don't know. That's the problem. We, we, we are not getting the proper information coming from Australia that we deserve and we need so that the world can hear it and see it. Why? Because they don't want Americans strapped, armed, and ready to be a part of that fight. If it were... Uh, I gotta be careful. If it were up to us, the American people, Australia would be in a much different position. South Jersey Libertarian Shalom. What up? What's up, my friend? Robert, good friend. The police in Australia just ripped a baby out his mother's arms. Absolutely disgusting. I, I watched that video. It's something that I 100% I'm going to dive off into, Robert. Don't mind the uh, spoiler alert there because a lot of people don't understand. They don't understand what's happening. And that's that. Realistically, right? The 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 suffocation of dis, uh, dissemination of information is the problem. When we when we really assess and evaluate the situation of what's happening in Australia and New Zealand, it really comes down to most Americans and most people around the world, they don't have access to the information that's actually happening in these countries that are far worse dictatorial than our own. Far worse even though we are tracking in the same direction, which is extraordinarily problematic. But we have something that most countries don't, uh, most other countries don't have. And that is 100%. Our government fears us more than we are supposed to fear them. That's the kicker. It's a mental game here in America. Fact, if Americans knew that we had more power, not just physically and population wise, but actually constitutional and law, we would not be where we're at right now. And, and look, we could track this back to the birth of this country in, in, in many Many, many avenues, but that is not the situation now, is it? No, the situation right now is that we, as an American populace, need to band together and peacefully protest the authoritarianism being rained down upon our government, and it has been for a long time. But the difference being is that 
right now, it's coming from a source, the federal government, and then the the little outliers of their birth children of local governments, state governments. We need to band together as a community, as a family, and stop. There is one answer to this situation. There's one answer only, and that is mass non-compliance. And if we can show the world that we will not comply under any circumstances, we as a country, as a family, and as a nation can change the course and trajectory of the global authoritarianism that is literally raining down upon us and one reason one reason only and that is because the people of this planet do not understand or the vast majority anyway um don't believe or understand that we are the power my god i, I i'm sorry to quote spike again all the time yes we're friends we talk I, I'm, I'm a part of the same media network, but there's a reason for that because 100%, I believe exactly what he says on many fronts, but on this one, 100%, most 100%, but this one right here, this is the one we are the power. And when I say we, I mean you. Because if it's you, then it's me. Then it's my neighbor right there. And it's my neighbor right there. And then it's your neighbor. Every neighborhood. Liberty is contagious. And it's an easy message to spread. Spread it like a virus. And do it Do it now. Let's check some comments. South Jersey Libertarian. I am going to New England, and what am I seeing? It looks even more dystopian than New Jersey does, which is incredible. People need to wake up. I'm going to get It's part of my headlines, right? <laughs> what happened Tuesday night? I got to, I, I want to structure this well because I don't have much time here. I don't want to keep you. Uh, I don't have a lot of time. You don't have a lot of time. So I want to be very precise and to the point. These progressives, these authoritarians, right, left, Republican, Democrat, libertarian, constitutional, uh, Green Party, it doesn't matter. No. Most of them have not learned from Tuesday night. And that is something that I am going to dive into either Monday, Saturday, I don't know. I really don't, because at this point, I'm ready to do this every day. That's how crucial our situation is. But I have special plans for Monday night, which by mathematics are my like 100th episode of podcasting. So um, I'm trying to figure out exactly what I can pull together for Monday night and what I need to release tonight slash what I need to release over the next couple of days. But fact, 
the information that's coming out right now cannot wait more than a second. Unfortunately, I don't have all of the concrete facts and, and, and literal analysis of what's going on that I can give you because one of the biggest things that we're going to talk about Saturday night, uh, Sunday, I have a, a very special interview dropping that I recorded last night. Exceptional for Alaska. Um, if I can do it Saturday, if I can do it Monday, and it's going to carry on to Tuesday, Wednesday. This is remarkable what has just been handed down from the federal government via OSHA. 490 plus pages of absolute, unbelievably frightening, tyrannical overreach on a scale that has not been seen since the Patriot Act. And difference being, the Patriot Act is very, it's, I've, I've said for months now, if I was president, if I could have an executive order, that executive order would be to abolish the Patriot Act. 100%. That would be my executive order. Because of the flourishment of not just economic profit, but American citizen privacy is remarkable. The Patriot Act is, is the worst legislation to pass since Woodrow Wilson FDR began the socialism thread of our economy. My opinion, correct me if I'm wrong, I'm telling you, this is me. But what just happened today rivals the Patriot Act on civil rights, liberty, individual liberty. It, it In the worst part of it, this is where I fight, okay? I was about to say the worst part about it. The, the worst part about the Patriot Act really, or one of the worst parts about the Patriot Act really, is the fact that it's not something that's right in front of our faces, which makes it extraordinarily dangerous. But I also think that what we're seeing happening right now with the OSHA regulations that came today is just as bad or worse because it's circumstantial. The reason being it's circumstantial is that there are a lot of there are a lot of Americans that are going to co-sign this and co-sign it immediately. That's a massive, massive, massive problem. And newsflash, for those of you that don't know, which you do, but if you don't, there's a lot of Americans that co-sign the Patriot Act. And it is horribly, horribly disgusting in every, every way. It needs to be abolished immediately. But thank God that the left and the right of this country understand that the Patriot Act needs to be abolished. Because they have seen the effects that it has had. But it has had major effects before we realized it. 
and that that's that's kind of the underlying issue here is that this OSHA regulation where people think and this is the real this is the real disease they 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 there's a lot of people that fully understand that this kind of action is for the betterment of the United States as a whole and they don't regard individual liberty as a priority why because they don't understand how valuable individual liberty is and my god if i didn't just tell myself how fantastic that that philosophical statement was um I surprise myself often because I, I am not that guy, but that that's a really, really, um, in my opinion, you know, maybe not everybody thinks that way. I'm sure you don't, but in my opinion, that was a really, really great quote that I, I just inevitably or inadvertently came up with on the spot. But I will, um, I'm going to dive off into that quote that I just made because that's super important. Um, that, that's the fear prospect, right? Because that's that, if it wasn't that effective, then fear mongering and fear porn wouldn't be used at such great lengths. (laughs) Saw this, this quote from, uh, this comment from Matt. Sorry to hear you. We stuck with him for another time. Uh, I'm not sure. Uh, I'm I'm sure he's responding to to people in the comments, which is um incredible. You guys are amazing. I I didn't promote this episode, nothing at all. And, and you guys are just incredible. The engagement is phenomenal. Janice, absolutely mass non-compliance, all colors. There's no question. Matt, again, Tuesday night, my community reelected an alleged child predator to the school board because he had a D next to his name. Insanity. Unreal. My God. Hey, Matt, uh, message me, man, and, and tell me who that is and where you're at so I can um, investigate that. Shelby, Spike Coin is the best person to quote. We are the power. I I could I feel that as if I'm biased towards Spike because you know I know him personally. We're friends. I work on the same media network. But look, that guy gets it right way way more than he doesn't. And I will apps unless he until he proves me otherwise. I will absolutely stand by his side and I will promote everything that he does and says because I have seen nothing that I don't agree with from him. I have it. Period. And I don't co-sign people like that. Make that understood. I have voted twice in my life. Twice. I voted for George W. Bush when I was 18 years old in 2001 because I thought, oh, Democrat bad. Let's do the other thing and see how that works out. Must be better. 
I quickly found out, no, that isn't better. So for 15 years, I detached from politics. That's how hardcore I will refuse to co-sign people. Ever. I co-sign Spike. He is authentic, genuine, Matt Wright, same thing, Eskimo Libertarian, Muddy Waters Me. There's a lot of people I could I could really suggest and 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 co-sign to a degree, but there's a handful of people that I 100 percent co-sign and I have no reservations co-signing them. Spike Cohen, Matt Wright, big time. Big time. I know them personally. I know their integrity. I know their authenticity. I know their genuineness and how much they care about people. Who I will not co-sign is bootleg libertarian because he is whack. Thank you, bootleg. Love you, though. <laughs> Just kidding. Chris Chris is, uh, a, again, a personal friend of mine. We text and talk almost every day. I love that guy. Huge advocate for personal liberty, a friend, and <laughs> my friends are famous, Cajun. I don't know that I, I, I actually don't think I know anybody that's famous. I mean, we can call Spike Cohen famous, and yes, he is my friend. Um, but on the grand scale of being famous, I'm not sure that that actually is applicable. He is famous within our tiny community, which I guess by technical terms, I am too. And bootlegs getting there. I, I, I just don't, I don't know. I don't consider any of us famous because outside of the Libertarian Party, we are not that well known. Spike's the most well-known, probably. I mean, he's on Fox News all the time, which is incredible. I fully endorse that. You know why? Because can anybody, correct me if I'm wrong, please tell me I'm wrong. And I had this conversation in the Twitter thread last night that I'm about to get into about there are no high, uh, there, there are no libertarians in high places. How many other libertarians have you ever seen that are regularly featured on a major news network? I'll wait. I will absolutely admit that I'm wrong, if you can correct me. But show me a person that is featured regularly on a main news network. Yes, we have people in high places, not to mention the fact that our, our own movement, our own party has high places. So that was a ridiculous, absolutely stupid comment to make by a certain individual in that Twitter thread. My wife has sent me an attachment during this, um, broadcast so i know it's important oh i will definitely get in oh my god i will definitely get into that but i'm not gonna get into it right now um 
I want to see what the big fat mini libertarian says. Dude, would you mind giving us a shout out sometime? Love your content. <laughs> well, I don't read your comments prior to showing them live. And so now I'm giving you a shout out. I am going to go check out your page. Thank you so much for um, loving my content. I don't deserve to be here. There's a lot of people that are going to call me a, um, you know, fake. What's the word I'm looking for? It's not fake. It's a phrase I'm looking for. As I'm uh, ingenuous, uh, disingenuous claim to whatever. You know what I'm trying to say, y'all. Uh, I have no notes for this. I am off the cuff here. But no, I don't deserve that kind of compliment. I am literally very, very, very lucky to be in the position that I am. I have said it many times. I will say it many times again. I will continue to say it. I'm saying it right now. I believe that the internet picks and chooses, and I don't think it's by meritocracy. Uh, I think it's luck. A lot of it's luck. I was lucky enough to be picked up by you guys. Now, the the effort and content that's put in to everything is probably a testimony to the, the, the longevity of how I've been able to maintain the audience. But again, there's that that's so hard for me to claim <laughs> because I, I'm just modeling people's success. And I, I'm just lucky enough and I feel... Like this is an absolutely elected position. You have thank you have chose you have chosen <laughs> um, me to be here, and, and I don't take this lightly because I am so passionate about it. Big fat mini libertarian, thank you so much. Oh yeah, absolutely. I'm gonna go check out your page as soon as I jump off of here, dude. I love your name. Or, or, or lady, I don't know. I call everyone dude. It's not sex related, gender related, or whatever uh, <laughs> adjective we're using here today in uh, a limber, a limber fourth, November fourth. I, I, I this is part of my problem. All right, I'm a dude. Lol. Sweet. All right. Cool. Got it right. Guess it right. Uh, bootleg libertarian imposter syndrome. Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna fight with that. I do. I, 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 I fight with it daily. I'll be look, I will be absolutely honest with every one of you right now that watches this show, which literally <laughs> I, I don't understand it. I have closing in on average for the last. Two months, a thousand or more people that watch every episode of me sitting here by myself talking shit. Yeah, I'm going to have some imposter syndrome. I don't know how to get over the imposter syndrome because I don't know how I got here other than luck. Period. I don't. But the fact is that you guys appreciate the content coming from me and from my team and from the variety 
of people that are engaged in this movement. And so I that that's why I habitually say thank you. And that I really truly believe in 1000% give you you the credit for the success of this show and this brand because I don't know how to take credit for it. I don't I understand a, a few variables that factor in on my end. You know, I have a great beard, much, much better than uh, Mr. America, Bearded Truth on Muddy Waters Media, who you should follow and watch every one of his shows, because regardless of how much better looking and charismatic and articulate I am than him, he still has actually much better informed and intelligent content than I do. <laughs> that is... There is so much. <laughs> there is so much wrong with what I just said. Um, that's okay. Um, uh, but honestly, I, I really don't know how I'm here right now. But I do appreciate every single person. I appreciate every single comment, even when it's negative, even when it's constructive criticism, because this is how we grow. This is how we learn and move as a family, as a unit, not as collectivists, but as individuals engaged in the same idea of liberty and momentum or with momentum in the direction of freedom in tackling and dismantling this authoritarian state that we have. Bootleg. They should get some real content and not a real libertarian. Yes, you should. That's a great one. I will advocate for, he's going to mess around and make jokes, but that is a personal friend of mine, Chris Darnell, bootleg libertarian. Damn, we text almost every day. I, I, I love that guy. I love it. He's got a great family. He cares. Him and his wife work. They sacrifice for this movement for free. Same as my family does. Same as Spike's family does. Same as Matt's family does. Same as uh, Eskimo Libertarians. I can name off so many people. We spend so much damn time trying to put together content to move freedom and liberty forward on our penny. As do all of you. And I think you recognize that. I think that's another big reason that these things and these, these people, us, me included, are moving at such a fast pace forward. It's because you understand that we're sacrificing and you are sacrificing time where you could be having fun or spending time with your families or whatever, something personal. But you don't. You put your time into this idea, into this concept, concept, into this ideology and movement because that's how much it matters. And it matters that much for my kids. Because I want my kids to at least grow up into some sort of normal 
situation in American ideal, exceptionalism, liberty exceptionalism, that advances the idea of liberty, freedom, and justice for all. David DeYoung, what's up, it guys? Funny Business 23, I got it done for you in comment section on Instagram. Bruh. <laughs> okay. that I didn't know that was you, my man. That's incredible. We need to have a conversation behind the scenes. Um, I'll give you guys a, a quick sneak peek. I have a handful of mark, like legitimate uh, self-proclaimed Marxists that are always habitually in my comment section over on Instagram. And it's astonishing to say the least. And that's all I'll say about that. But yeah, funny business 23, David DeYoung, you are the man. You destroyed that guy. Those guys. Uh, thank you. You're awesome. Check out Instagram. Um, uh, yeah, if you like to argue with Marxists, if you find it productive or not, it's just something that you like to do, go check it out. Uh, I have several of them that pop into my IG commentary section. I, I, I'm not understanding that at all because they don't make any sense. So, But yes, thank you, David. That is awesome, bro. Awesome. Earl Thomas. And then the the last thing in his name. I'm not going to try. Spike is a mover and a shaker. I'm excited for all the LP wins this year. Do you think we've hit a critical mass? I don't think we've hit critical mass. No, I actually believe 1,000, 1,000% that we are hitting stride. Stride. I think that's how crucial this time is right now. I also think 1,000% this is exactly why we need to be way more louder and way more articulate and vocal about the situation in America and stop pulling punches. Stop pulling punches. I'm, me personally, first and foremost, I need to stop pulling punches and need to be 1000% more vocal about what this situation looks like. 100%. What does it look like? We have a two-party system, one of which is completely advocating for government, full-on blown government control, no stops. That's the Democrat Party, the progressive movement. We have another party who's spineless, feckless, and has no testicles or estrogen no ovaries involved that has is willing to stand up and actually speak against government authoritarianism. You've got a handful of GOP, or I don't even like calling them that because I fully believe the GOP is dead. 100%. The GOP is dead. What you're going to see in the next months leading up to uh, the 2022 elections is a brand new, something that looks totally different, but still kind of like a Tea Party movement. Now, I am not going to vote 
Republican. I'm going to vote Libertarian if that Libertarian candidate aligns with my values. If that Republican candidate or Democrat candidate aligns with my values, I will vote for them. I am not going to vote for someone or co-sign anyone that doesn't represent me to the, the, the vast, you know, to the most important degrees of policy. I won't. I don't care what you put by your name. You can put Libertarian. I'm not going to vote for you. Not unless you align with me and my values. I don't. This is something that I'm very staunch about. I will not co-sign you unless I fully believe in your integrity, honesty, and truth into what we the people deserve. I could care less what mascot you put on there. But I also could care less what mascot you have if you do align with those things. Donkey, Republican, no mascot at all would be preferable. No government at all would actually be more preferable. Uh, Classic joke. What's the difference between a libertarian and an anarchist? About six months. No, I'm not an anarchist. I'm an anarchist in some degrees, but I'm more of a minarchist on most degrees. Spike is a mover and a shaker. I'm excited for all the LP wins this year. Do you think we've hit a critical mass? I wanted to re-state uh, that comment because I kind of got away from actual its original content. Um, no, I do think 100% we're hitting our stride. But we have to make the right moves. And they damn near need to be perfect moves over the next few months if we want to have the massive massive impact that we deserve and that, more importantly, the people deserve over the next few months heading into 2022 and 24. It's critical. Hit critical mass. I don't think so. I know that we haven't. Are we treading critical territory? I 1000% believe that. Uh, bootleg, your rifle on the wall is a joke. Shut up. You're banned from the show, by the way, now. So thank you. What you don't know about that stupid ass comment is the fact that bootleg and I basically have the same damn rifle. Which is pretty ironic, because neither one of us planted it, planned it, uh, planned on it, but we have like almost the same AR, like the same FDD, FDE color patterns and all that. And it's just pretty special because neither one of us talked about it before. It was just a uh, random show of pictures, and we're like, oh my god, we have basically um, built the same AR together without knowing. So. Kick rocks, bootleg, libertarian, not a real libertarian network. Do not follow their page. Do not watch any of their podcasts and make sure that you make fun of them at all costs. He is 6'6", so that is a great reason to make fun of him because he looks like Lurch. And he's bald and very white, 
which also means he looks very neo-Nazi, and it's very easy to uh, to pick on him. But his rifle is sound, even though he's trying to claim that mine isn't. The big, fat, mini libertarian, cage libertarian, be righteous raging. Just wait. But thank you. I am, I'm not trying to be arrogant here, but um, I have uh, something that I want to end off on. But I, I'm having a lot of fun, and I feel like I'm, I'm hitting a groove here with your comments. And so I'm going to keep going with the comments, and then we are going to righteous rage, or at least in my opinion, I will righteous rage to end this episode here in about 10 minutes with something that I am extraordinarily passionate about, and that I will not take any, any, or I will not be apologetic. Not one second of it will I be apologetic for it. And I stand by my stance. So uh, stay tuned for that here in about 10 minutes. But I'm going to keep having fun with you guys' comments because y'all are just phenomenal. It's incredible. J.P. Stevens, politics is toxic and terrible and soul-crushing, which means it is perfect for masochists like us. (laughs) Look, that is a very valid statement. On my end, I cannot speak for everybody. I can obviously speak for JP, who is, uh, I love that guy. I was on his podcast, uh, Descended in Chief on Anchor.fm. Go check it out. Uh, Great podcast. That dude is uh, very uncensored and very not suitable for work or women or whatever your NSFW definition is. But that was a great podcast. All of his podcasts are great. Uh, JP is phenomenal. And yeah, you are you're absolutely correct. I am a masochist. That's why I uh, I go and get the tattoos everywhere all the time because I like being in pain and that's why I dive into politics. More importantly though, y'all, this is something that I've dealt with my own internal family for a long time. There's a lot there there's several bits of my family some are not bloodline related, but they, for a long time, they were, ah, I'm not going to worry about politics. I'm just going to worry about Jesus. Valid. That's valid. Valid. It's vastly more important to worry about your relationship with Jesus than it is your, uh, you know, engagement in politics. That, that, that's a fact. But we are in a different area. We are different. We are in a different, I was going to say era, but I'm looking for something better. But you understand what I'm saying. The context of what's happening in our world right now, the two are intertwined. If you're a believer or you're not a believer, that is irrelevant. The fact of the matter is, is that the times that we're in are unprecedented. Now, there's a lot of people that have said that for a long time. But I ask you, each and every one of you, in honest fashion, have you been in this sort of tyranny, predicament, governmental control ever in your life? I'm 38. I have not. I can say that honestly. That is 
very concerning. What's more concerning is the escalation in which the tyrannical dictates have fallen upon us in the last 18 months. I can honestly say that in my life, I've never seen anything like it. We can make all of the ridiculous excuses and reasons. And I say we, I mean factions of the libertarian movement that I witness not just yesterday, but many times. That is a false flag that's gaslighting that is ridiculous. There has never been anything in our lifetimes and with the people that I speak to who have been involved in politics for twice as long as I have, meaning 60 to 70 year old people that have not seen this in their lifetime. So, if you want to challenge me on that, go right ahead. But I'm pretty sure I can guarantee that you are incorrect on that matter, period. Because I do not believe that the vast majority of sane human beings can look at the situation that Americans are in right now and think that we face anything like this in our country ever. Not the violation of civil, civil liberties that we have seen nor have happened in this country ever. And I say that with a heavy heart. Because I, I, I am the guy. Like I've said before. If I was president today. And I was given a an executive order. And asked personally. If you were giving one, given one executive order. What would that be? I have said my entire life. Life and politics back to 2012, basically. Abolish the Patriot Act. That's the thing I would do. We are facing something much more extreme right now. 100% fact. It's not fear porn. It's not fear mongering. Wait till we talk about on Monday night or Tuesday night or Wednesday night or Thursday night. Maybe Saturday. I don't know. This information can't wait. Wait until we find out what's in this OSHA regulation package that just came down today. That's the preview into next week. And when I tell you this is frightening, this isn't fear porn. This is the most intrusive and obscure authoritarianism that I've ever seen in my life. The only thing that rivals it. Is the Patriot Act. And I honestly believe. That both. Are working hand in hand. Together. Uh, somebody from my own damn page. Says your face is a joke. Sweet. 
Yeah, it's always a joke. Um, the feed keeps freezing. Why did he get banned? Sorry about that, Kenny. Uh, get back to me, my man. I'm trying to keep up with the comments. We're hitting 52 minutes. I was expecting to be here about huh, 30 minutes max. But here we are. So, uh, a couple of comments before I can get into the uh, the last rant. I really do have. David, we're friends on Facebook. Hit my messenger. Are you sure that I haven't... Uh, that you're not friends with my old profile or my old three profiles. I haven't gotten burnt. Doesn't matter. I will friend request you as soon as we get off here. If I don't within the next, uh, where we at, we're at 53 minutes and 32 seconds. If, if I don't hit you up with a friend request within the next 30 minutes, do that for me. I got you. Not a real libertarian Liberty Shamrocker here. Will you be on clubhouse tonight? If you're not, you're a status Cuss word. <laughs> um, 9.48. I've got a lot of work to do tomorrow. I need to get back on Clubhouse, though. I have done an absolutely horrible job of being on Clubhouse. Just trying to keep up with the content. I am sorry, y'all. I will try to get on Clubhouse, but I can't promise that I will stay very long. What shall we do about China? Holy hell, Celtic Viking. I... I don't know. I have no clue. Captain Viking of North Texas. Much respect to you, Cajun. Thank you. That's amazing. I, much respect to you. Much respect to each and every one of y'all. Every single person that is pouring their heart into this movement. Thank you so much. Because this is... So freaking important. Ugh, I cannot express how important this is. Not a real libertarian. Menarchists eat crayons. All right, you're banned from the show. While you're currently eating crayons because you are army, you are an army veteran. Earl Thomas, my last name is a tongue twister. Gurganus. Shot my, I took my shot there. <laughs> Let me know if I got it or not. Earl Thomas Gurganus. My last name is a tongue twister, man. LOL, and I agree with you. It's not the label. It's the principles of the NFP and such. Thanks for the answer. Yes, sir. I hope I just, I hope I did it justice. Um, I really don't feel as if I do quite any answer justice, but I will say with all honesty, integrity, and um, transparency that every answer I give, I promise you that I try to be honest and transparent. I, will, I, I Look, that's why I'm so quick to say I don't know. Because there's a lot of things I don't know about. And I'm not stupid and arrogant and immature enough to think that I know. Because there's so many situations and circumstances that we don't know the answer to and i would rather err on the side of ignorance than err on the side of stupid flamboyant arrogance especially when you're a damn teenager matt you made great gains this election 
Now we have to have everyone see that libertarianism is the way how these new candidates lead. See, that's what I'm talking about. That that That's a great comment. All of your comments are great. My God. But that's a great comment. You know why? Because what we need is exactly what he just said. And that's let's get the candidates that just won out in front. And then, hey, newsflash, if they're not promoting sane, logical, libertarian, or free thinking and free people ideology, then get them back out. I don't care what damn freaking mascot they have. But if they represent the people correct, then promote them and put them out front because we have the momentum, y'all. And not necessarily we as in a collective body because collectivism is garbage, but we as a liberty-minded people. And there's a lot of us under this massively broad spectrum of liberty, of freedom, of individual rights based upon logic and sanity. I want to go back to this real quick before we end the episode. What shall we do about China? Because that's such a complicated and, 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 and applicable and valid question. There's so many degrees to that question, and there's even more complex degrees to the answer of it. That's a cool, that, that, you know what, that, that's a topic we maybe should have on a round table. I think first and foremost, we should stop viewing China as a boogeyman because that is kind of the reason why we're focused on them instead of focused on how America can lead the world in liberty. If America, it, okay, I'm off the cuff here because I've never actually thought about this, but this is my personal opinion. I'm sure there's a lot of fallacies in it. There's a m- most of my opinions have are just littered with fallacies, but I have them, and here it is. If we could stop viewing China as a boogeyman and started viewing America as exceptional again and not needing any help from anyone else then I don't really think that we would have to ever think about China until it becomes a humanitarian issue, which they have many humanitarian issues. But then again, that that involves us being world police. Um, and that's another conversation. But if we, if we, if we as a nation understood the impact that we have on the world economically and exceptionalism wise, like really fully understood that, then there would be no need to even talk about China, in my personal opinion. Um, if we took the steps needed to disregard any kind of dependence on anybody else, which I know a lot of Trump voters think that that's, that's what he was doing. Uh, there's a lot of fallacy in that thought process because that's not actually what happened 
there's a lot of politicking that happened there. Sounded great. A lot of things that were kind of half truths that worked in his favor, but the overall message kind of was a good one when it comes to uh, American independence. Uh, the fact of the matter is, is that if we would rely far less on other countries for things, then I really just don't think that the 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 China topic would actually be an issue. I think we would <laughs> kind of laugh at them, to be honest. I mean, go look at all the products in your house. How many are made by China? And how many times do you have to replace it? So... That's just kind of my deal there. But that's so complicated because I don't I just don't know. You know, I, I don't I don't know. Um, I'm gonna click on this real quick and then we're gonna get it out of here. What's your stance on prison reform and the abuses that goes on not only on public prisons but private ones too? Uh well, I think first and foremost, again, I <laughs> that's very that's great. I'll put it back up there. Because I think it ties into really exactly what I was just talking about, China. I don't. I think the focus is on the wrong area, right? I think that if we actually had our focuses on reducing the victimless, victimless crimes and not putting people in prisons for being drug addicts and actually only focusing on crimes that harm people and take their stuff then I just don't see how this is even a topic. It's not a discussion to be had. And that's not a knock on you, South, uh, Celtic Viking. I, I'm I'm sorry if it came across that way. It, it, I promise you it's perfectly not. I, I'm giving you my honest opinion here in that regards to your, your, your question specifically, if we were to focus on crimes that involved victims then our prison system and prison reform I don't think it would actually be a subject because there would be far less people in prison and there would be far less need for prison reform however that is not the world we live in so yes prison reform is absolutely needed and I think we need to start first and foremost, by victimless crimes. And if you're talking, you, you can have this conversation with anyone, right? Pre, uh, criminal justice reform is something that uh, breaches all spectrums of uh, ideological differences. It makes no difference. I, I can have this conversation with Democrats and say, we need to stop putting people in jail for the color of their skin for the, the the choices that they make when victims aren't involved. And then I can turn around and I can have the same conversation with the right and saying, if we stopped all this not, why are we putting cops lives at risks over tinted windows and weed and cannabis and personal drug use kind of all drug use. Now, I think there's layers to that when it comes to drug reformation. I think we can say that it's probably a good thing that uh, adults aren't selling drugs to minors. That's probably a valid criminal res response, right? That's a, that's a valid 
reason to um, give punishment to a person. I don't believe that a that a, a person should be selling drugs of any sort to a minor. Hard drugs. However, there is no circumstance of whatever that cannabis should be involved in the conversation. Ever. Never, ever, not ever. Because it is not harmful. Regardless of the fair porn that you might have if you're on the right. And look, there's something that a lot of libertarians don't understand. There's a lot of Democrats that wholeheartedly believe in drug reformation and illegalization. A lot of them. There's a few of us that believe that it's actually just fair point. Completely and explicitly integrated into our mental capacities to grow the state. Isn't that really the issue, right? Without going far off into it, because this is something I want to talk about Monday night. Or Saturday night. Or Tuesday night. Who the hell knows? There's so much to talk about. The fact remains is that there are a lot of people involved in authoritarianism in ignorance, especially when it comes to drugs, especially when it comes to prison reform. So before I get way too off the beaten path there, sorry for sidetracking and derailing. Uh, prison reform, let's start with non-victimless crimes. Let's start with stop putting people in prison for being addicts and, and, and for taking choices that don't affect others and let's start with people that are actually hurting and harming other people in a real tangible manner that would resolve our prison issue basically overnight basically overnight that's a fun comment, though. I'll take that one. I have an idea for a skit. Job interviews. Democrat versus Republican versus Libertarian. <laughs> I want to see that work out. That's pretty good. That is pretty good. Uh, back to the one I just uh, really hammered down. What's your stance on prison reform and the abuses that goes on in not only public prisons, but private prisons, too? So... Again, that's my response. First, eliminate victimless crimes. And you preach that message by saying victimless crimes aren't crimes. Number one, they're not. Okay? That's an easy one to get across to Democrats and then to the Republicans. Because we have a duopoly, y'all. Look, we can debate philosophical fundamentals and foundations all, all we want. That is useless because the average American voter that is actually deciding what we want to happen, they don't care about that. They care about the fact that Republicans want to keep cops safe. So here's a way to do that. Stop having them pull people over for BS reasons. If you're not harming anybody or taking their stuff, then stop putting the police officer's life in danger. 
for the Democrat. Stop arresting people when they're not doing anybody any harm. And that's a libertarian stance. Both are libertarian stance, or at least it should be. We should be looking out for all people. Collectivism is not in our blood. Never should be. There is no such thing as a cab in libertarianism because we don't view people in the collectivist lens. South Jersey libertarian. I'm in. When are we doing it? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what you're referring to there. I am so behind on comments because I got caught up on a really good one. So. Um, I want to read this one. It is not the FDA approved version. It is interchange. It is not interchangeable. It is still U EUA version and informed consent must be provided by law. Okay. I am not sure what you're talking. You must be responding to someone else or a, um, comment that I said previously that I am not sure what you're talking about. So I apologize. Um, Steve South. The intention is to move forward on in any way people need to persist. Resist. Uh, Shelby, preach, Cajun, preach. Thank you very much. I really just feel like that I am preaching things. No, I'm not even preaching. I'm just talking the language that the vast majority of people, sane, average Americans talk. And that's what I'm here to do. I don't care if, if some people view me as stupid, retarded, or intellectually handicapped, or I'm not full-on libertarian philosophy, you haven't, you haven't read enough libertarian philosophy. You need to double mask and triple mask and vaccinate and then get the booster. I don't, whatever freaking stupid... Impression you want. I don't know. Whatever. Justin, remember the fallen on November 2021. Uh, that, that sounds like a uh, Facebook ban. So, probably. Celtic Viking. Much respect. Love. Strong. Right back. Right back. Be the voice, man. Everybody be the voice. South Jersey. Libertarian. I mean... Ish, you can go to jail when your only crime is resisting arrest. Ha! Facts! Facts! Go check out my last tweet about Kyle Rittenhouse. I have been to jail for resisting arrest. I have a ridiculous rap sheet, y'all, which is why don't ask me, please stop asking me to run for office. If you understood, <laughs> there's no way I would be destroyed by my police record. Until we change the narrative and we have, we need to lead the front on changing the narrative on policymakers, regardless of their past behavior, that people are redemptive and that they can excel in change in uh, a progressive and maturation or maturity, mature thinking. Trying to go down a different avenue there, but I didn't want to try to sound like like I'm being too philosophical. I want to sound genuine and you know simple. Period. 
Read it again. I mean, ish. You can go to jail when your only crime is resisting arrest. Yes. Big facts. Big facts. I have got like a rap sheet that's ridiculous. I've got double digit charges. And every single one of them have resisting arrest involved. Even when I was uh, absolved and, um, uh, what's the, it, the, my charges were expunged. I still held on to resisting arrest. Not me personally, but the court system did. Why? Because of money. Money. Follow the money. Period. Follow the money. It's all about money. Uh, punishable by fine is legal for a fee. I've been saying that for a long time. Kenny Johnson, I forgot to share until now. I laughed my ass off. Sorry, bro. Man, there is no reason to be sorry, bro. <laughs> uh, like, quite honestly, in my own personal opinion, I don't believe there's any reason to share any of my ridiculous content. But I still, as Bootleg said, suffer severely from imposter syndrome. I don't understand why I'm here. I don't understand why people listen to anything I have to say. But I say it. And it's a, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. But you do. You do. Hey, look, th this is what I'll say. This is the real reason why I believe that I'm right here. This is the real reason that in nine months, I've gained 25,000 followers. Well, I guess 30,000 technically across all platforms. And the, the this, this show, th this, well, or at least regularly, uh, scheduled program is the fastest growing podcast in the libertarian movement and that's not even debatable there's one reason and that's because the liber the message of liberty literally the message of freedom and anti-authoritarianism is contagious and I'm passionate about it that's the only thing I can contribute to myself, quite literally. I mean, yeah, I do some research into the shows, and but there's a lot of people that do a lot better research than me. And they haven't grown the way I've grown. The message of freedom and the message of the tyranny and the unprecedented evil that has been rained upon us in the last damn near two years and way before that but so many people are red-pilled which is kind of hilarious because leftist libertarians which i'm about to get into as we close this seg segment out um or this close this show out tried to tell me that libertarians don't need to be involved in red-pilled okay thank you i appreciate that Thank you for telling me exactly that you don't know what the hell red pill means. Maybe if you weren't 12, you would go watch The Matrix, one of the greatest films of all times, and then you would understand. More people are being red pilled in this country right now than we've ever seen ever. That's why this show and you guys make it so popular because the message of freedom while we're being red pilled across all fronts is incredible 
and you guys love it. I love it. We spread it. And it's catching fire. That's the only reason I can explain it. I don't know how else to explain it. I like that, Damien. Yeah, libertarian is all about freedom, which Louisiana lacks, my friend. I know, we left Louisiana because it was horrible. Absolutely horrible. Damien, also, keep up the hilarious memes. <laughs> yeah, we, uh, my, my team and I, we constantly scour the internet um, for, for memes, most of which are not mine. But, you know, I, I do pump out a lot of OC, so a lot of original content. Celtic Viking, I agree, however, the abuse in prisons goes a bit more than just victimless crimes. You are absolutely correct on that. I'm saying that's where we can start and then work from there. Justin, I should be able to grow, cultivate, and process any commodity. Facts. Remember the fallen service members of Fort Hood 2009. Yeah, uh, another fact. Incredible. Uh, South Jersey Libertarian. I got a six-hour drive first thing in the morning, but I may have to leave soon. No worries, my friend. Check out. Uh, Y'all go ahead. Go to bed. I am about to end it right now. I, I was trying to be 20 minutes. 20 minutes. And here we are at one hour and 20 minutes. Remarkable. I just don't understand how this happens. I had no content to offer, just my thoughts. And with that being said, let's end on just my thoughts. Um, take it or leave it, just a thought, not a prepared segment, just something that I feel. Last night in a Twitter spat, <coughs> I led off with a tweet, right, that I was totally genuine and honest in. In. Go check it out. Twitter. Cajun Libertarian. Uh, it, it said, basically, you know, we Virginia was flipped upside down in a night from completely blue to completely red based on three things. And uh, one of those was, uh, oh, God, what was it? Uh, I'm going to have to go and, and look it up real quick. Oh, and now I got a lot of Twitter notifications again. Probably because of something that I said as well. But one of them was cultural Marxism. And some, you know, people decided that they were going to jump in and tell me that that wasn't real. Here's the problem with that statement. Whether you believe that's real or not, voters believe it's real. Period. Are we trying to elect liberty-minded people or not? The last thing that they want to hear is something that they believe is real and you are being a dick about it. And then going, looking towards text to find out and to prove your position, even though when you tried to do that, you used faulty freaking references. 
Okay, so regardless of cultural Marxism, if it's real or not, the concept of it is very real. And it is a massive concern for the average American voter. I don't care if they they fully understand its roots or if it's true or if it's not. That's irrelevant. Pay attention and wake up. Sometimes you need to put down the damn book because you're 20 years old and don't have a damn bit of life experience and you need to go talk to people and find out what the hell they're concerned about. Are we trying to get liberty back in our U.S. justice system or not? If the answer is yes, then shut the f- up and go do it and reach people where they are. Period. And stop trying to argue ridiculous semantics over philosophical banter that nobody cares about. Nobody cares about except the freaking garbage leftist people that want to promote this trash. The only reason they want to promote it is to be philosophically right, to uh, antagonize and shut down anything that sounds like a conservative point of view then you are the problem. You're the problem. Because you don't care about what people actually care about. You only care about the shit that you want to promote. Because you're selfish and narcissistic and you have no place doing the thing that involves other people and their concerns, which is politics. So if that's what you're concerned about, then go live in the books. And stop worrying about what concerns other people, which is politics. Does that help? You have a choice. Put down the book for a second and talk to humans, adults that have lived life far more at an extent that you have. And that have far more influence than you have. Or keep your nose in the book and keep your damn business out of other people's business. Because you don't have any influential power over their decision making. Because the minute that you try to tell them that the things that they're not, that they are very concerned about, and you try to philosophically uh, debunk what they think is a great concern in their life, you have lost all of your influence. So pick a side. Do you want to influence people? Or do you want to shut the up and go sit down? That's number one. Number two, don't for damn sure try to tell parents That they don't have any authority or influence or wisdom or right in the way they upbring their children. You can package it with all the bullshit that you think is right philosophically and pull out all of your garbage, libertarian, quote-unquote, philosophical text that you want. But what you're doing is hurting the movement facts because you don't have a damn clue what you're talking about and that's the reason you have zero influence 
facts. You are not going to tell parents that they have no right into the authority and wisdom and influence of their children. That's exactly why Yunkin won in Virginia. Because of a stupid-ass, ridiculous concept that government and educators have more decision over the education of their children and influence on the way they live their lives than their parents do. So kick rocks. Move on. If that's how you think, then get out. Out. You don't have no place here. You have no experience. You have no life experience. You have no reason to talk to anyone about how they raise their children. You are ignorant in all things. Put the damn book down and go find out what life is really like. And stop trying to tell people how to raise their kids. Because everyone that reads that damn Twitter thread from last night and they're a parent of their children that thinks that they might want to decide to move parties are going to immediately abandon the Libertarian Party because you're stupid-ass, ignorant, freaking views and arrogant, arrogant about it. Arrogant. With absolutely no life experience from people that graduated high school 57 seconds ago that have fucking daddy issues. Beat it. Kick rocks. Move on. We don't care. Nobody cares. No adult that has life experience gives a shit what you have to say about raising children. Ever. So get out. Get out. Or shut up and try to learn from people that are vastly more experienced in life and raising children than you. Because nobody is going to vote for libertarians if they see your ridiculous, insane propaganda. Because you're still mad that your parents told you what to do. Period. They will reject the LP, and we will lose every race if they find out the ridiculous, insane, immature, inexperienced, unwise, and incompetent nonsense that you say when a parents don't have authority over their children. Period. And if that's the position of the LP, and I get word from National LP who can text me directly, and they say, no, we will value youth rights over parental rights. That's our stance. Then guess what? I will do everything I can to bury the Libertarian Party. Facts. And I have more influence than the childish retards. They're not retards, sorry. I have mentally disabled children to an extent. So I shouldn't have said that. I apologize. But 
if that's the stance you're going to take, then I don't want you anywhere near anyone that is a potential voter that could put liberty first by electing libertarians. I don't want you anywhere near them because they don't want anything you have to say and they're not buying one ounce of your trash. So get out or get on board with sanity. At some point, we need to get back to reality and sanity. Or we will lose any chance of bringing this country back out of the duopoly, which it is handicapped and handcuffed and imprisoned to. And make no mistake, the LP has the opportunity to do that more than any other party. Because we are the party of freedom. But if you are going to stand with youth rights, and that's not a thing. That is just a fancy way of saying anti-parent. This is that ridiculous, pervasive, or, or, I'm sorry, persuade, yeah, no, no, pervasive is correct, uh, uh, language, etymological manipulation that people, the left specifically, the left likes to use to influence people and be like, oh my God, I must be, I must be anti-kids if I'm pro-parent. No, get out because you are a cancer a cancer if you believe that parents don't have authority in their children's lives then you are a problem and your voice needs to be silenced immediately I have three kids and I'm almost 40 under no circumstances will you ever tell me that I don't have authority in my child's life to make decisions for them because I know better. They're children, even the teenagers. My teenager makes dumbass decisions because she has no experience in life and she doesn't understand the consequences of the decisions that she makes. So there are times where I have to make them for them, for her. I'm talking about my, my teenager. Of course, my five and two-year-old that wasn't up to the discussion. Let's not forget that this whole entire argument really is to lead you down the path of uh, trans kids' rights, which I don't accept. Not one ounce of it. I believe that kids should be kids. If they want to have that path when they become adults, then they can have that path when they become adults. That's their decision. But as children, they need to be children and they need to learn the important values of life and they don't understand them. Teenagers make shitty decisions. That's why they have parents. And I will never one second of my life back off of this platform because my children, my children are the reason I'm here right now. Our children are the reason we get out of this crap that we're in. And I will be damned if I don't have authority 
over their lives. No, I'm not an authoritarian. You ridiculous piece of garbage thinking. That's ridiculous piece of garbage thinking. Not calling you as a person. I, th- I just think that this is fucking disgusting and dis- and just insane. This is, we, we, this is the kind of thinking that has lost sanity in America. And it's the reason that we are here right now is because of a lack of sanity. And I ain't for it. My hat says Cajun Libertarian. You can spit off all. Oh, go ahead. I'm sure it's going to come across the Twitter feed because I'm live on Twitter now. I'm sure it's going to come across on Facebook because I'm live on Facebook, YouTube, Float. Go follow me there. I'm on Instagram. Go ahead. Say something. Call me not a real libertarian. Guess what? I don't care. Because this is insane and ridiculous and it has no place in a mature society. Husbands and mothers, fathers and mothers, sorry, husbands and wives, We need to step up. And that is by being in our children's lives. Because if we don't do the right thing now, then our children won't even be able to make the decision for themselves. Now, let me apologize for one thing. And one thing only. I should have not engaged in a conversation about raising children with children. 20-year-olds, 19-year-olds, people that haven't lived an ounce of life. And quite literally, they're only resource was to quote some libertarian philosophical subject matter because it is confirmation bias to their daddy problems and they just graduated high school 14 seconds ago and are still in college and just started college right that's my fault i apologize for that I, Patricia Marie says, don't apologize. I'm going to apologize because that was a falco, uh, you know, it was a wrong characteristic of me to engage in ignorant kids about raising children. That was my bad. And I did not represent myself, this brand or this movement well last night in that Twitter thread. But make no mistake, I am representing all of that well tonight. 
And if you don't like it, then you can go run to whoever the hell you think that is going to be in charge and complain and bitch about it. But the fact is, is that this brand is independent. I am not even LP National affiliated. I am only Mississippi Libertarian affiliated to help them. So you won't cancel me. You won't silence me. You will just make yourself look more stupid than you did last night. Go for it. Side note, I'm not engaging your ignorant ass anymore. With that being said, this movement needs to understand what the hell happened Tuesday night. And that is a full repudiation of everything that I said. The Biden agenda, cultural Marxism, or whatever the you want to call it, you can call that fake, but tell that to the damn uh, voters of Virginia who flipped on an entire blue state red overnight who was told the same damn thing about CRT. Black, brown, Republican, Democrat, independent. They flocked to the polls and they destroyed that nonsense. So pick one. Do you care about getting liberty into office or do you care about your dumbass ideology and belief system? Pick one. Because you don't have the luxury of finding both. And I'm done playing this game. I personally want to follow and model a winning success. And what happened in Virginia and literally all over the country on Tuesday night is a winning model. Why? Because it spoke to the average American who is fed up with being told they're fucking racist and sexist and they don't have a say in their kids' lives. Figure it out and do it fast or move on. That's kind of really all I have to say about it. I will not be engaged in anybody else that tries to tell me that I don't have authority over my kids' lives. Because, newsflash, you don't know what the hell you're talking about. You're a child, and it shows. Grow up, get on board with fighting the tyranny that is on deck. Or pick something else to do. Because those of us who have people that depend on us don't have time for your ignorant, immature bullshit. Figure it out and do it fast.
in regards to that, we will dive into one way or another. I may have a special co-host on Monday um, to deep dive what just came down from OSHA, which all of the other BS that we're dealing with right now is irrelevant. What just happened today is nothing short of absolutely frightening. And I mean frightening. It's not fear porn. It's not fear mongering. I'm telling you the bit that me and this other person, I am not going to reveal who this special person who is far more informed, experienced within the liberty movement than I am, who may most possibly join me as a co-host on Monday night. It is scary. And so that is what we will focus on and not your petty, immature, disgusting, divisive trash, which is exactly what the duopoly wants us to do. I will not respond to any of that any longer as an as a mature adult should have done so in the first place. And I failed to do that. That is my fault. 100%. Make no mistake. We are zeroed in and focused now. I love each and every you, every one of you so much. Cajun News, what I need this freedom, Eve. Absolutely. Justin, thank you. Keep it up, Cajun. I will. I am more fired up right now than I think that I ever have been. There's <laughs> there's one thing that you're not going to bend me on, and I will crush you over, and that is my children and other people's children. It's the sole reason I'm here right now, because I want my kids to live somewhat of a free life as I lived or better, hopefully in Jesus name. Think hope, hope to God better than I have. And if you stand in my way, then I will do everything to crush you. And for those of you that got into it over this subject last night, I have news for you and you're not going to like, I have much more influence than you have. And I don't care how arrogant that sounds. But I will say this. There is a reason for that. And I don't take it lightly. And I will carry this burden and this gift and opportunity as far as I can until I am unelected to do so. And you have no power to unelect me. For those of you that do, I hope I do you justice. I hope that I am a voice for you. And I care about this very, very, very much. More so today than I think that I ever have before. I love you all very much. I will see you. 
tomorrow night on the Cajun and Eskimo show from Bayous to Igloos, where it will be much, much, much less personal than it was tonight. I cannot believe how many of you showed up for this random episode that I was not intending to do that lasted damn near two hours long. But I love you, and I thank you very much. And I will see you tomorrow night on Muddied Waters Media exclusively. I'm out. Thank you.